entrepreneurs, business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show. Here's Marty Wolf. We still got a long way to go. Yes, we all got a long way to go. Welcome to the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. The show for entrepreneurs, business owners, and business leaders. I'm Marty Wolf, your host for the Business Builders Show, and along with my executive producer, D.C. Taylor, we will be your guides on this learning journey. Let me tell you my super objective in being with you today. I want to enthusiastically share stories and information to inspire leaders so they can inspire others. I'm proud to let you know we record the Business Builder Show in the studios of 94.3 FM The Talker, which is part of Bull Gold Media, and we are in Scranton, Pennsylvania. The Business Builder Show is distributed by C-Suite Radio. You can find our show and many other fine shows at C-Suite Radio, and that's c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. I think we have our guest on the line, do we not, D.C. Taylor? We do. We do, and that is Marcus Ogden. Hi, Marcus. How are you, sir? How you doing, Marty? How's everybody doing today? We're, we're doing great here. Uh, we're in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Where are you sitting right now? I am in Cary, North Carolina, which is probably about 20 minutes outside of Raleigh, North Carolina, the capital of North Carolina. So you're in comfortable weather right now as opposed to cold and dreary. Am I correct? That's correct. Uh, but I was up in you guys' area back in November when I spoke for Lackawanna College in Scranton, Pennsylvania. There you go. A shout-out to Lackawanna College. Beautiful. I love it. Okay, let's, let's do the official introduction. Marcus Ogden is a husband, dad, former offensive lineman in the National Football League, a business person who fared some real, faced some real challenges, and now Marcus is a professional speaker, celebrity success coach and an author and his book is sleepless nights the nfl a business and family so let's start right out this way marcus how do people learn more about you because they're going to be totally engaged in this conversation your website is that the best place to go yeah you can go to my website which is www.marcus m-a-r-q-u-e-s ogden public speaker.com or you can go to my Leadership Academy website, which is www.ogdenleadership.com. And that's O-G-D-E-N is my last name spelled out. Beautiful. So let's start with the Ogden Leadership Academy. Uh, tell me what that is and tell me, I believe you have something going on in Las Vegas pretty soon. So tell me about the Ogden Leadership Academy. It is a two-day conference that was designed originally to help NFL athletes who were trying to transition into becoming a public speaker. We used to call the Ogden Speaking Academy. After my last one in Baltimore, we had a really great turnout, and I saw that we were not just speaking, we were leadership, we were branding, we were marketing, and we decided to rename ourselves to the Ogden Leadership Academy. We really help people learn how to be better leaders through you know different, different speakers coming in, how to have, become a better communicator, how to market themselves better, how to brand themselves. But what I feel, Marty, makes us really unique is we have a lot, a lot of networking. 
with people who are very affluent and uh, influential, uh, former professional athletes, uh, people in the corporate America setting, uh, companies like Home Depot, uh, you know, brands like that. We mm-hmm. have people who are from the mil- military background. Uh, one of my good friends is a retired colonel from the U.S. Marines who actually used to work at the Pentagon. He's mm-hmm. one of our speakers. So I really feel we diversify our audience and our attendees and our speakers, but we really force people in a non-aggressive way, of course, mm-hmm. to start to network with each other, to get out of their shell so they can start to really help themselves make that transition. So it's interesting to hear you say to get people out of their shell. You just mentioned uh, the top flight uh, athletes, uh, professionals in all kinds of areas, and 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 they need help getting out of their shell, Marcus. Like uh, it's kind of surprising me. Did you need help getting out of your shell? Absolutely, Marty. When I started as a speaker. I had a tremendous problem struggling with how to connect with people on the level of not just talking football, but how to be more corporate. Now, luckily for me, I did have a background in business, but a lot of guys coming in don't, and a lot of guys want to be able to tell their story, but they don't know how to express themselves mm. as far as getting people to know who they are, yeah. and getting the people to kind of, like that, you know, like that, you know, that they, um, elevator pitch yep. or, you know, the how I can help you pitch, a lot of the guys struggle with how that needs to flow. Yeah. So I have de- I have developed that myself over the last couple of years. So a lot of times athletes and uh, people who are business owners sometimes struggle with how to make that distinction of, you know, connecting with people. Yeah. And you said you were more prepared than some. Um, where did you attend uh, college or university? Howard University in Washington, D.C. He says proudly and quickly. <laughs> Howard University. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, my man. Father went, my, my, father, my father went there as well. Your father went there as well. Um, take us through the journey uh, kind of quickly. You, you played football at Howard University, correct? Correct. And then you moved on to uh, bigger things at some point. Tell me about that. Got drafted to the National Football League by Mr. Jack Del Rio, who at the time was the current head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. It was his first job as a head coach. We were his first draft class ever as a head coach. I have a ton of respect for Jack and what he's done in the NFL. I know he's taking a year off right now. He was let go from the Raiders, taking mm-hmm. a little time off. Yep. Uh, after that, I played for almost six years with the Ravens, the Bills, and the Titans. I really enjoyed my career. Made a lot of great people. I made a lot of great friends, and uh, I went to L.A. last week, and I saw some people I haven't seen in a while. Uh, coach Anthony Lynn, head coach of the Chargers. Mm-hmm. My good friend Byron Leftwich, who's the quarterback coach for the Cardinals now. Sure, sure. So uh, it was, it was, uh, I saw Keyshawn Johnson. I haven't seen Keyshawn Johnson since 1996. So, you know, it was, it was a great experience playing the NFL for, uh, for that amount of time. Yeah, I'm, uh, I know you spent time in Baltimore. I, too, spent uh, time in uh, Baltimore, not in the National Football League, but as a vice president of sales for a company down there. And actually, I met Ray Lewis a couple times. W- what, a, what a personality he is, huh? Absolutely. Uh, high energy, high you know, effort, uh, high achiever, great 
motivator, great, just all around guy. And yeah, I'm good friends with him and his and his brother, uh, Keon Lattimore, who uh, currently they both live still live in Baltimore uh, at this time. Yeah, um, give us your website again. I'm going to ask you that several times. I want people to follow you, and if there's social media you want people to follow you on, let me know that too. So sure. give me your website sure. one more time. So, so my website is www.marcus m a r q u e s ogden o g d e n public speaker dot com and my academy website is is www.ogdenleadership.com and then my social media is uh my name spelled out on facebook marcus ogden it's going to be on on instagram it's going to be at marcus ogden and then i also i'm on linkedin is uh marcus ogden spelled out and then on twitter it is uh my twitter handle is marcus underscore say marcus underscore ogden it's my Twitter handle. It's, uh, yeah, at Marcus underscore Ogden is my Twitter handle. I, I, I sent something out today. Did You you saw it about you coming on the yeah, show, I, right? Yep, I sure did. I responded <laughs> to it and had a couple people that were talking about it. So uh, I actually just did a speaking event, Marty, this morning uh, at, for North Carolina Community College, and a lot of people were taking quotes that I was saying uh-huh. and putting it on social media. It's always good to see the audience is super engaged with what you do. Yeah. Okay, let's get to your book, Sleepless Nights, the NFL, a Business and Family. Marcus Ogden, you've had some challenges in your life. And so um, I read the book. I was moved by the book. Um, I knew your story a little bit because a good friend, uh, Joe Batista, introduced us to each other. So I know Joe very well. Joe's a good man. Let's give him another shout out. Joe Batista, State College, Pennsylvania. So Love Joe. So what? T- t- tell us the story, I guess, but tell me the story. Tell all of us the story in the context of um, w- why did you write the book? Why did you think it was necessary? And then start to tell us some things that are in it, okay? Why I wrote the book was in 2013, I was almost homeless uh, in late April of 2013, Gary, going to May. And the NFL saved my life through the Gene Upshaw Trust Fund by paying four months of my bills to creditors when I was at the lowest point uh, in my life. Mm. And what happened was I wanted to become a public speaker uh, September of 2013. I said, I'm going to become a public speaker, tell my story. Everybody's going to love me. Hey, I'm a former athlete. You're going to hire me because I say so. Mm. I got the biggest culture shock of my life. Yeah. <laughs> the first two and a half years, I didn't get one paid job. Yikes. So during that time between 2013 and September and up to my first ever paid job in April of 2016, I was getting told no a lot or I got a couple free gigs, whatever the case may be. And eventually, someone told me, Marcus, you need to write a book. This was in, this, this was in 2013. Yeah. I come home, I tell my wife, I'm like, yes, we're going to write a book. And she said, no, we're not. You don't have anything that talks about the upside of your life. All you have right now is the downside. You yeah. have nothing going up. Yeah. And she was right. So that company came back a year later, and I really wrote the book party because I needed to have some type of credibility, credentials to help me along to become a speaker. Do you need to have it? The answer is absolutely not. If you are a person that's a celebrity or somebody with a niche or somebody with a lot of a huge network that you have amassed, do you need a book? No. Does it help you? Yes. Yeah. So I decided to do that. And when I did that, I talked about openly my problems with my father passing away while I was, you know, while I was still playing football. 
I talk about my struggles with transition from the NFL, my addiction to alcohol, painkillers, you know, gambling. Uh, I talk about how I built my business. I thought I found myself, and then I how I lost everything in 90 days or made a really poor decision. And I talk about how, you know, now I was in the – and my book kind of ends like I was just starting the speaking because at the yeah. time I hadn't done anything. Yeah. So yeah. it's really a look at my life, what I've gone through, uh, the struggles, the trials, the tribulations, the ups, the downs, the ebbs and flows that I've gone through in my life that put me in a position where I really had to make a choice. In 2013, where I had to make a choice. Do I want to stay in this position as a a hardworking janitor making eight twenty five an hour that might get to ten bucks an hour one day? Or a guy and a guy who's coaching football and getting, you know, a couple of things here and there and, and again there's nothing wrong with coaching football in high school and college. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just a lot of work. And you really don't get paid unless you get to like Division One yeah, right. or the NFL. Right. In football, I can't say anything else. You're never gonna get paid what you're worth. Right. So as a high school football coach, you still have to go in there for all those hours and retreats and you don't get paid what you're worth because you're educating these kids in life and on the field. Yeah. You're getting paid a heck, of, a heck of a lot more. Yeah. But I didn't want to be that guy that kept trying to, you know, you know, uh, call people up and, and, and get them on the phone for a six hundred fifty dollar, you know, uh, package session. I mean, like, yeah. I still coach to this day as a side job with, with a couple kids I really like. Sure. And I enjoy it, and sure. I get a chance to get back. But I made the choice in 2013, Mari, that if I did not get off my butt and make this, and make this, you know, I was talking about this today about, you know, think outside the box, you know, take calculated risk, you know, be innovative. If I didn't get off my butt in 2013 and become innovative and try it, I'd still be the angry, mad person that I was back in 2013. Yeah. So are you getting some speaking paid speaking gigs now? <laughs> yeah, a few, a few here and there. I mean, I now have clients like J.P. Morgan and Chase, the Home Depot, uh, the NFL Player Engagement Office. Oh God, uh, yeah. New York Life Met. You made the point. You, we got the point. God bless you for doing that. So uh, hope you <laughs> hope you don't mind saying that. But you got off your butt and you made something happen. And courageous. Let me ask you this question: How important was your family through all this? It was everything. My my wife and I actually met, and I talk about this in the book, we met on Match.com in July of 2012. And she and I started dating. We met. She moved to Baltimore in November of 2012. And then March of 2013, I pretty much had to declare bankruptcy. Mm. So, you know, she was there through everything, through the creditors through, you know, me lying about making money or me lying about, you know, whatever I had to do. I took some awful jobs to make money. Uh, I, I did all kinds of things like worked in all kinds of sales jobs, whatever I could just to keep the lights on while I was still trying to keep it, close down my company. And it was stressful and yeah. It was a lot of arguing because I was just not a happy person. Like, it was just an absolute nightmare. Maybe I so should maybe I should ask you this question before I ask that question. Is she still with you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank we goodness. Said, we've, we've, been, we've been together now uh, six years, uh, and we'll be married for three years in uh, in May. Yeah, it, it, you tell a great story in the book, and uh, 
and families are critically important. The business that you uh, really, uh, really got hit hard with, that was in the construction industry? Correct. Yeah. Uh, I want to put a word of caution to a lot of people who are in the construction industry. Quite frankly, you probably know this already, Marcus. Um, that's not that unusual, <laughs> what, what, what you experienced. Um, it's it's a, not. It's a tough it's industry, not. man. It's a tough industry. Stay here for more of the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. My friends at nastpartners.com asks you, who will take you there? The Predictive Index allows you to decode the complexities of your people and realize what drives workplace behaviors so you can ensure alignment, reach your team's true potential, and achieve your business objectives faster than ever. The Predictive Index uses proven science to help you manage across the hire-to-retire life cycle with scientifically validated workforce assessments that provide high-impact insights in minutes. That's the Predictive Index. Learn more at nastpartners.com. That's my friend Dave Nast at nastpartners.com. That's N-A-S-T, nastpartners.com. My guest is Marcus Ogden. His book is Sleepless Nights, the NFL, a business and family. Give us your website one more time. Sure. It's www.marcusnarquesogdenpublicspeaker.com. And then my leadership academy is www.ogdenleadership.com. All right. I should probably mention that I'm Marty Wolf, your host for the Business Builders Show. And, uh, I'm having a lot of fun. I identify with your story, Marcus, having been through similar challenges. Now, I got another question for you, a personal question. So when you, sure. brought, when you brought her to Baltimore, was Ray Lewis's barbecue place ready? Uh, was it still open? Did you take her for barbecue no, right there? It was, not, it was not open. Actually, our first <laughs> date was at, a fa- was at a famous day's barbecue, but Ray Lewis's full moon had closed full down moon. At that time, by that time. I had nothing to do with it, so just uh, I was in the food sure. business, but I had nothing to do with it. I remember I was there several times. Okay, let's uh, come on, Marty. Back to the interview here. Let's go. Uh, I'm rem- reminiscing about Baltimore. Okay, you talk a lot about accountability. I've seen you on videos uh, talking to younger people, all kinds of people. Talk to me more about that word. What does that mean to you? And talk to us about that. Accountability is taking ownership for what you do in your life, right or wrong, good or bad. It's when something goes good, you take credit for it, great. But also when something goes bad, you take ownership of it, try to fix it and move on. I was talking today to the kid, to this guy. It was like a lot of, you know, it was a male achievement conference for community college. I was talking to a lot of male, you know, young males, probably between the age of 18 and 21, I would say. Mm-hmm. And I was telling them that most millennials in their age range expect everything to be handed to them. Mm. That's not real life. Mm-hmm. Accountability is if you want something, you go out, own it, you accept it, you live it, you breathe it, you die for it, and you go out there and you get what you want. That's accountability. Yep. And that is what is lacking so much in corporate America. When something goes wrong, people sometimes tend to shift blame to other people, other departments, Yep. And I've worked with a lot of companies where people do that. I'm like, all you guys are doing is damaging the mothership. Yep. All you're doing. Yeah, yeah. So accountability to me, Marty, is taking ownership of what you do in your life, good, bad, ugly, pretty, whatever happens, you own it, accept it, and if it's good, great. If it's bad, 
own it, fix it, and move on. Step into it and make it happen. Deal with it. Pray. I suggest praying. You mind me saying that? Is that okay? No. Because um, I think it's an important part of it. And but you got to face up to it. You got to just be accountable for it. So. We need to start wrapping up, believe it or not. <laughs> so we're having a fabulous discussion with Marcus Ogden. And so I always like to kind of close. What question didn't I ask you? What point did you want to make? Let's start to wrap up in terms of uh, closing thoughts uh, that you'd like to share with us. No, the big thing is, is just from somebody who was almost homeless five years ago, to someone who was laughed at, mocked at, told he was crazy, stupid, retarded. Well, people didn't say that I'm kind of a big guy. But yeah. they would tell me I was making the wrong choice, you know, in following my path to be a speaker and an and a, and a inspirational master storyteller. All I'm going to tell people that are listening is if you want something bad enough and you're willing to absorb and take the criticism, the ridicule, you're on the right path. I can't tell you, Marty, how many people today now tell me that I'm such a great person and they're my best friend. And, and these are the same people that a couple years ago didn't th- thought I was, didn't talk to me when I was bankrupt, didn't talk to me when I was uh, a janitor, mm-hmm. didn't talk to me when I was going through uh, all the hardship. I mean, I just bought my wife a brand new car for her birthday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, Marcus, I knew you could do it. And you're the best. And we love being around you. And But you're the same people that told me, why are you not coaching football? Yeah. Why are you not you know, doing all the stuff that you know you should be doing? Like, why are you trying something that you're probably not going to succeed in? So my only thing is, I tell people, I was telling the kids about being innovative, Marty, to be successful. Number one, you have to think outside the box. Number two, uh, number two is you have to make sure you take calculated risk. Look at a situation, assess it, calculate it. If it makes sense, go for it. And number three, above all else, and I don't care if you're a young person, if you're my age, if you're older, if you're pursuing your dream. Number three, tune out the haters. Because people are going to always try to bring you down to their level, but usually lower so they can feel good about themselves. I tell people all the time, I talk about this. You'll see a video on this, uh, Marty, tomorrow on social media for my clip today of speaking. True leaders and true leadership, they serve others. They serve a cause bigger than them, and they always want the people that they work with or work for for them, they treat them as they are serving them and helping them be great. Nelson Mandela, Mother Teresa, you know, Abraham Lincoln, Dr. Martin Luther King, these are people who are Gandhi. These are the real type of leaders that will never be forgotten. So I told the audience, try to image, mimic those people because that are the those are the type of people that true leadership you know, is, the, is the epitome of. Because until you know, forever, Marty, those names will never be forgotten from anybody's mouth for as long as you know uh, the, we have a society and as long as the earth is still you know still spinning on its on its axis. Well, Marcus Ogden, uh, you're a leader. Uh, I congratulate you on uh, on your success and fighting through all of that. Um, you're a good family man. You're doing good work, so I so appreciate it. One last time, give us your website. Absolutely, Mark. It's Marcus. It's www.marcus, M-A-R-Q-U-E-S, Ogden, O-G-D-E-N, public speaker, uh, public 
ogdenleadership.com. And then my Leadership Academy website is www.ogdenleadership.com. And then again, my Twitter handle is at Marcus underscore Ogden. My LinkedIn is my name, Marcus Ogden spelled out. Instagram, at Marcus Ogden. And my Facebook is Marcus Ogden. Marcus, uh, thank you so much for being part of the Business Builder Show. It's been an honor. Marty, I really appreciate your time, sir. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf, reminding you to find all our shows and many other great shows at C-Suite Radio. That's c-suiteradio.com. On behalf of myself, Marty Wolf, your host, and D.C. Taylor, my executive producer, thank you for listening to the Business Builder Show, but stay tuned for information on how you can become part of the C-Suite Network. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. As a loyal fan of this C-Suite Radio Show, we've got an unbelievable offer for you. Listeners to the Business Builder Show get 50% off a C-Suite Network membership. The C-Suite Network will help you become the most strategic person in the room. You'll have access to top-notch benefits and networking, all helping you get the most out of your position. Take advantage of this limited-time offer today. Learn more about the C-Suite Network membership at c-suitenetwork.com slash CSR. Again, that's 50% off a C-Suite Network membership at c-suitenetwork.com slash CSR.